0: Good evening. We're going to go ahead and call the uh, Tuesday Planning Commission uh, to order. We'll ask that you uh, join us in the Pledge of Allegiance. Okay, we'll go ahead and open up to our first public comment period we'll have two of these one at the beginning and one at the end of the meeting this is oh pardon me let's actually step back and do a, a roll call first
1: thank you mr uh, i'm sorry chair costello here vice chair kolarski here commissioner stone here commissioner frazier
0: here, here he Yeah, I think we have Commissioner Frazier on.
1: Thank you. Uh, Commissioner Kirk?
0: Here.
1: Commissioner Mujica? Here. Commissioner Lee? Here. Mr. Chair, we have a quorum.
0: Thank you very much. Okay, now we'll go into the uh, public comment period. Um, If there's anyone with general comments um, that would like to address the board and the audience, now would be the time to come forward and do so. Okay, seeing no one. Staff will move to the next item.
2: Thank you, Mr. Chairman, members of the Commission. The next item on the agenda is the approval of the agenda after any additions, holds, or deletions. At this time, staff requests the following. Hold the following to no date. Item 18, UC 230456 For the applicant's information, items held or deleted may be required additional renotification fees if 85 days have passed since the initial notification or there are modifications to the original application. The above public hearing item is going to be opened as a public hearing and immediately recessed until the days uh, previously stated. That is for item 18. If there are no requests by the planning commission or any members of the public, the agenda stands ready for your approval.
3: Very good, I think we're ready for a motion. Mr. Chair, move to approve the agenda holding item number eighteen with no date. Very good. There's a
0: motion on the floor. Please cast your vote. Commissioner Fraser, yes.
4: Commissioner Lee, yes.
0: Thank you. That motion passes unanimously. Next item.
2: Next item on the agenda is the approval of minutes, planning commission briefing and regular meeting minutes for December 5th, 2023, and for December 19th, 2023. Uh, Are ready for your approval?
0: Very good, I believe we're ready for a motion. Madam Vice Chair. Mr. Chairman, move to approve. Very good, there's a motion on the floor. Please cast your votes. Commissioner Frazier Mr. Yes. Thank you. Commissioner Lee. Yes. Very good. That motion passes unanimously next item
2: for the audience's information items for tonight's agenda are final action unless appealed to the board of county county commissioners or otherwise announced. All appeals must be filed in writing to the Comprehensive Planning Department by 5.30 p.m. on Wednesday, January 24, 2024, and any appeals from tonight's meeting will be heard by the Board of County Commissioners on Wednesday, February 21st, 2024, at 9 a.m. in these chambers. This will be the only notice of appeals. To determine if an item has been appealed, please call the Comprehensive Planning Department, at 702 455 4314, or go to the county's public communications webpage and review the meeting notice of final action. Next are the routine action items, which consist of items 4 through 14, except the item that was previously deleted. These items may be considered together in one motion and are subject to the conditions listed with each agenda item. If there are no objections, the public hearing is now open, and the routine action portion of the agenda stands ready for approval.
0: Very good. Thank you. So this is the time in the meeting when we uh, take a single vote on uh, the routine action items, which consist of items 4 through 14. So if there's anyone in the audience that are here through items 4 through 14 um, that do not agree with staff's recommendation, now would be the time to come forward. State your name and address for the record and let us know which item here you'd like to address.
5: Okay, my name is Scott Nix. My address is 6420 Mount Palomar Avenue, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89139. And I oppose item 14. Item 14.
0: Okay, very good. We will uh, pull item 14 to be heard separately. Uh, is there is there anyone else in the audience um, that is here for items four through fourteen um, that object to staff's recommendations and would like these to be any of these items to be pulled and heard separately? If so, please come forward. Seeing no one, uh, I think we're ready for a motion.
3: Um, thank you, Mr. Chair. Uh, before I do that, is there anyone here on item number four, either for or against? Okay then I'm gonna move to approve routine action items four through 14 with staff conditions pulling number 14 to be heard separately.
0: Very good, there's a motion on the floor. Please cast your votes. Commissioner Frazier? Commissioner Lee? Yes. Very good. And that motion passes unanimously. Next item.
2: Mr. Chairman, the first item on the agenda is um, item 14. This is WS-230756, a holdover waiver of development standards to reduce the setbacks for an existing accessory structure in conjunction with an existing single family residence on 0.1 acres in an R2 medium density residential zone, generally located on the south side of Mount Eden Avenue 55 feet west of Windsor Oak Street within within Enterprise. The uh, Enterprise Town uh, Advisory Board recommended approval. Uh, There was one letter in opposition. Uh, Staff recommended approval.
0: Very good, is there an applicant here for item 14? If so, please come forward. State your name and address for the record and feel free to give us your presentation.
6: My name is Navi Cafale. I live at uh, 6419 Mount Eden Avenue. Very good. And uh, I'm requesting uh, for you guys to approve for a setback for my gazebo. It's uh, a freestanding gazebo that uh, you purchase from uh, uh, Sam's Clubs and stuff like that. It's something that my family utilizes very often. I'm a single father of three. I need that in order for the summertime for my kids to enjoy, you know, my backyard. It's not touching the walls, but like 12 inches away from each side of the wall, which I have pictures and measurements and stuff like that, it's not affecting my, na- my neighbor's yard is nothing but dirt. If he has a, a pool, if he's uh, you know, casting any shadow, I understand. If he has plants in the back, I understand if it's affecting him, but um, there's nothing that it affects. It's you, does
0: that conclude your presentation? Yes. If you have some pictures, feel free to yes. set those in the square. If it looks good to you, it looks good to us. Yeah, right in the middle, oh my God. just right on the podium in the middle.
6: Oh, okay, got it. Uh,
0: and if you can't, just walk us through what we're looking at. We'd appreciate okay. that. Uh,
6: this right here, what you see is right there, that's where my house is, and it has a, a pool. And the gazebo was there when I bought it.
0: Yeah, it, I think there's a handheld mic there. We might be able to hear you a little bit better if you use that. Thank you. Already.
6: Okay, this is uh, from the overview uh, picture that you see, that's my residence with the pool and the gazebo on the left-hand side. Um, and then, you know, just like you see, the neighbor that complained is right behind me, which has nothing but dirt in the yard. Very uh, good,
0: any other pictures or is that it for us?
6: Uh, I think ev- ev- everything is, th- that's all the only okay, pictures that good. I brought. Okay,
0: very good, you wanna just leave that up there for us so we, if we have any questions about it. Um, we're going to go ahead, and if you want to step aside, we're going to open up the public. And oh, go and ahead, that I'm the sorry. pictures
6: that I have. Is, this is how the gazebo looks.
0: Flip that over, if you would, so yes. upside down. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Um, if you would just step aside, we're going to go ahead and and open up. Um, you can just stand right there to the side. We're going to open up public comment. Um, if there's anyone that would like to address this issue, um, please come forward and uh, give us your, your name and address for the record and your comments.
5: My name is Scott Nix, and I'm a neighbor who lives right behind at uh, 6420 Mount Palomar Avenue. And the picture that was, the original picture that was shown, not this one, but the original was a distinct overview, which doesn't really give the proper idea of how much the um, Gazebo is overhanging. Second of all, the, the gazebo or was purchased by the original homeowner, and the original homeowner had it set in six feet away from both common walls. When this person purchased the home, they moved it to the corner. It wasn't there when they moved in, okay? It was because it was never a problem, okay? Now, I showed you pictures two weeks ago when I was here. And if you'd like, I can show them again. Okay. Please do so. So they're more distinct and accurate pictures of how it affects my yard, regardless of whether I have just dirt or not. So that's my backyard looking at his gazebo. You can see the water from the running down there from the rain and how close it is. To both walls, my wall and the house next to his. And it was clearly moved from the six feet to cause that issue. Then I have another picture. It's more of a close up. So it shows just exactly how close the gazebo is to the walls and how the water is going to run over and affect, affect it. And that's from when it rains. And then I have this picture, which shows the whole whole thing, so you can see on both sides the runoff of, of the water on my wall from when it rains. And then here, I have pictures of the calcium stains that are accumulated on my wall after the rain has gone down that wall. Now, my feeling is, first of all, in the application, it's said to move the Instead of being five feet, they want to have it one foot. But regardless of how this gets determined, I'd like to know where the one foot is determined from. Is it from the edge where it would run off, or is it from where the post is? Because the post is inside, and it would still run off into my if it was one foot off. Okay, so I understand that um, there are clear. Zoning laws and rules for the five feet, for because most of us live in common wall areas and such in this in a city, and that they put them there for a reason. And feel, I feel free to go ahead and wrap up your comments. Okay, and I, I just feel that this is a clear indication of why those rules were there, put in place to begin with. So if he wants to move it, he has to show that it doesn't affect me in any way and clearly it does. So,
0: I'll be quiet. Very good, we appreciate your comments and thank you for your time coming down here this evening. Do we have uh, anyone else in the audience that would like to come forward and speak on this item? Seeing no one, we will close the public comment period. If you wouldn't mind, you're at the mic, I guess. So, um, we'll turn this over uh, to the board for questions. Um, Commissioner Stone.
7: Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I've got a question of planning. Uh, What is the definition of a setback uh, when you have a gazebo with vertical columns that support the roof structure, yet there's an eave related to the overhanging roof? Is the setback measured to the columns or to the roof edge?
8: Commissioner, the setback is measured to the column, which uh, stands for the wall of the structure and that they, they can have three feet intrusion into the setback. However, no intrusion can be closer than three feet to property lines or per building requirement, whichever is greater. So in this case, they would have three feet um, requirement from the leading edge to the property line.
7: Okay, but the, the, the applications for a one foot setback, correct?
8: Correct. Reducing so that's what
7: I'm asking. If, if we were to approve this, the one foot setback is to the column?
8: It, it should be to the column because setback is measured to the column okay. for detached uh, shade structures.
7: Okay. So I'd be okay with something that would reflect setback to the eave of the roof so the adjacent neighbor doesn't have drainage going down on his property. So for, I don't know whose area this is in, yours? Uh, so so that's my comment. I want his drainage that hits, if this was approved, I'd be amenable to something that would that would describe hit the roof drainage and the eave to be the setback so all <laughs> water stays on his property. So that's my comment.
6: Uh, can I say something, if you guys don't mind? Um, I was not aware of the drainage. This is my first time actually looking at the pictures and stuff like that. Uh, when uh, the code enforcement came, you know, I, they said I have to put it four or five feet away. So if I do that from both sides, I will not have enough room to lift the gazebo because I have pull on the right hand side. I mean, the neighborly thing to do was just knock on my door and tell me to move a foot or two. I would have been happy to do that. But it was we should to begin with. Just like I said, we if we can just address the board instead okay, of I'm each sorry. other, I'd appreciate my, that. my apologies. I was not aware of, uh, just like I said, the drainage that, you know, the only thing I knew is like the, the leg of the gazebo was 12 inches away. I didn't think, you know, I didn't know it was about um, the, the drainage thing. I wouldn't mind moving it about a little f- a foot over, whatever it might be. But uh, if we have to do the setback, that means I have to get rid of the entire gazebo.
0: Very good, we appreciate your comments. Um, any additional comments from uh, from the board? Not, uh, Mr. Dica? Chair. Oh, Commissioner Fraser, I apologize about that. Go ahead.
9: No, 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 no problem. Thank you, um, Mr. Chair. I, I just would say, um, for the purpose of the board, that I agree with Commissioner Stone. I would be amenable to a setback that uses the uh, roof edge as a measurement, so if that's one foot or two foot or three foot, as long as we use that roof edge as the leading um, measurement, I would be amenable to that. And or if the applicant wants to install gutters onto that existing structure that keeps all of the rainwater onto his property, I would be okay with that as well.
0: Very good. Thank you for your comments, Commissioner Frazier. Commissioner Lee, any comments? More questions?
4: Uh, thank you. No, my only comment is I also agree with Commissioner Frazier about the, the gutters and placing them on, on the sides of the gazebo.
0: Very good. And Commissioner Mejica, I believe this is your district, so we'll
6: turn it over to you.
10: I have a question for the applicant. So, so did you move it from when you purchased the property from where it was? Uh,
6: it was about like three, two, three foot away uh, from the wall, but I did move it a little bit closer. And, because I I do have like bounce houses and stuff like that for my kids to use.
10: Was there a swimming pool as well?
6: Yes, the swimming pool always have been there. Yes, ma'am.
10: Okay, um, I my decision would be to move it from the roof of the edge two feet, and I would also I, I mean I'm I, I and. I'm gonna defer to uh, Commissioner Nelson on this. Um, Should we also request gutters, even though we're moving it?
7: I think we would, uh, I think drainage is the purview of public works uh, or the building department. Um, uh, Gutters, there's probably no gutters on any house in that subdivision. Gutters are typically not used if they have proper type A drainage on the ground it, they're designed to drain to the street so if, if the water from the roof fell within the backyard of the gentleman's house I wouldn't worry about the gutter but I do like your idea of, of the roof edge setback of two feet I would support that
10: I'm ready to make a motion Mr. Chair please do so motion to approve um, item number ws230756 with the condition that the gazebo would be moved two feet away with the roof being the starting measure area
0: very good there's a motion on the floor please cast your votes commissioner fraser yes
4: commissioner lee yes
0: very good that motion passes unanimously thank you
8: can i just ask uh, something for clarification it's going to be moved from both property lines
11: yes. Yes. yes okay thank
0: you anything additional staff or are we okay okay very good next item thank you gentlemen for your time i appreciate <coughs> it you.
2: Right. this next item is under, under the non-routine action, action items. Uh, item 15, WS 23-0626. This is a waiver of development standards for reduced setbacks for an existing accessory building, uh, a storage shed in conjunction with an existing single-family residence on 0.2 acres in an R1 single-family residential zone Generally located on the east side of Key Lime Street, approximately 200 feet north of Tangerine Rose Drive, within Sunrise Manor. The background is described within your agenda. Um, there was we received one card in opposition. The Sunrise Town Board uh, uh, has no had no recommendation, uh, as they did not were not able to meet due to a lack of a quorum. Staff recommends denial.
0: Very good, do we have an applicant here for item number 15? Anyone in the audience here for item number 15, the applicant? Okay, very good. Vice Chair Klarski, this is your district, how would you like to handle this?
3: Well, I'm going to hold, but I wanna know if, uh, because there was no quorum, do you know if the applicant was notified there was no quorum so that the item would be held till their next meeting? Because I don't know if that's when they're gonna go next.
8: We did not reschedule it, uh, but we can reach out to the applicant to make sure that they know that they are aware that this happened.
3: So can. even though there was no quorum, they knew that they should still come here? Right. Okay, but I'm gonna move to hold uh, WS 23-0626, and I'm gonna hold this for 30 days. That way we can see if they can't get into the town board.
0: Very good, there's a motion on the floor. Please cast your votes. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry.
3: We'll hold it for 30 days and that will then give uh, an opportunity for them to meet at the town board. We'll send it back to town board.
0: Very good, please cast your votes. Commissioner Frazier. Yes. Commissioner Lee.
3: Yes. And that day would be February.
2: February twentieth.
0: Very good. And that motion passes unanimously. Next Thank item. You.
2: The next item is, uh, I am sixteen WS twenty three zero six eight four, holdover waivers of de- development standards for the following, one an entrance not facing Wapa Valley Boulevard right-of-way, two, attached sidewalk and alternative street landscaping, three, exterior colors, four, an internally illuminated monument sign, five, an animated sign, six, wall signs, and design reviews for the following. One, a new financial services building with with a drive-through, two, signage, three, lighting, and four alternative parking lot landscaping on 1.1 acres in a C1 local business zone within the Moapa Valley overlay district, generally located on the east side of Moapa Valley Boulevard and the south side of Virginia Avenue within Moapa Valley. Background is described within your agenda. Uh, There was one letter in opposition. Uh, The Moapa Valley Town Advisory Board recommended approval with the following condition. Uh, no animated LED signage. Uh, Staff recommended denial.
0: Very good. Please state your name and address for the record.
12: Good evening. My name is uh, Rick Magnus with AWA Engineering, um, 2010 North Redwood Road, Salt Lake City, Utah, uh, Uh, 84116. tonight i know that you've seen this before i need to go through a few things because there were some various questions and i just want to make sure i provide clarity on something that i originally said hey let's do administratively and i think that caused a lot of a little bit of confusion and hopefully you had a chance to see our updated items that were sent um early this this um this month but what i wanted to do just to refresh your memory uh, there currently exists an America First Credit Union at this site. It's an older building. It's below grade of Moapa Valley uh, Boulevard, which is now receiving some great infrastructure and design and upgrade. Um, and so what, um, what we're proposing is a new building, uh, almost 3,000 square feet in that uh, upper north, um, northwest corner and then also parking that is around it, um, and then also drive-through um, the teller machines that, are, that will handle a lot, of the, um, a lot of the customers seem to like that as well. So that's on each and every property of ours. And so what I wanted to do was address real briefly the waivers that are here and what we plan on doing with this. One was to eliminate a required entrance along Moapa Valley Boulevard. Right now, um, right now there is a. Let me just grab this. Right now, Moapa Valley Overlay, which was in you know in place till the end of the year, uh, which we are con- trying to conform to. That's why you see the waivers. What uh, what Moapa Valley Boulevard uh, Overlay required was to have entrances on the front of the boulevard facing the boulevard. And as you'll see, um, this is this is the current building of America First Credit Union. There's actually two, um, two buildings that kind of join each other. And there's one entrance here. And then because this is below grade, this building here, what it causes is it causes a lot of not good visibility, less security to a financial institution in that. And it's really kind of an issue here also safety for our um, clientele that come into the building. So, what we were proposing on our other site is to have the entrance now oriented towards inwardly to the, um, just to our, um, to our parking lot. And here's uh, here's an elevation. Man, I got sorry about this. Sorry about that. Um, here's the elevation of that front building. This being Moapa Valley. Boulevard here and then having the entrance actually oriented towards inwardly where now our clientele can now easily access that um, so the one the one thing I wanted to point out also is that currently there are some older buildings that already have orientation towards the inside and not facing Moapa Valley and as promised um, I went and took pictures And so, um, for example, this particular uh, motel uh, that is there in Overton and on Moapa Valley Boulevard, its entrance is oriented inward, also not outward onto the boulevard. Here's another example, and these are just a couple of varying examples along here. And I know that the buildings are older, but they still have one here but then you can tell because of the landscaping and all the parking that happens here they're also their entrance is oriented inward and not out onto moapa valley boulevard so that's why um, with regards to our architecture and design and and, in idea of security and accessibility um, all AFCUs now orient their access towards the inward parking lot, which is just kind of uh, a standard thing. Uh, So that was how we addressed that. We noticed that there were examples along Wapa Valley Boulevard that have that within that overlay. Um, So that's why we were asking for that waiver um, to allow alternative landscaping and an attached sidewalk. Uh, the attached sidewalk is along Moapa Valley Boulevard, and it's within the improvements that are being done right now, so we were not detaching the sidewalk from Moapa ba- Valley Boulevard, which, which was um, all along the idea. Where we're detaching it is to the north, and that actually is kind of a private drive, so we didn't feel like that that actually applied, and what we had to do in keeping that attached sidewalk to Moapa Valley. And then to our and then having this gradation, we're trying to eat up a little bit of the grade that occurs between the boulevard and the finished floor elevation of this building that is proposed. So that's why we did that. Um, waiver number three was allow bright exterior colors uh, rather than the muted brown tones. So. What I also did as I was driving along is I wanted to show um, examples of that. I know that um, Commissioner, is it Mujica? I'm so sorry if I pronounce that incorrectly. Uh, thank you. Um, you asked for photos along there, and I actually drove down there, and I actually had lunch there, which was really nice. But along that boulevard, there are examples of brightly colored buildings that do not match that. Um, that idea of a muted desert brown tones um, that's outlined in that. I know this is a bad representation because it's dark and it just rained on me, but that is that building right there that's to the side. So I wanted to show you that. The overall is blue and gold. There's another building just a little bit north of them. La Fonda, which is has this large band of, um, gosh, it's like rust color when it's the picture's taken correctly, <laughs> and then a black tone over here. There is another building down the street, which is painted this color. Um, there is variation along this street corridor, and I I actually, um, you know, it's it's a good thing to have that. Here's a. Realty and a mortgage company that has the bright blue um, in keeping that. This is another additional um, building of Napa Auto Parts, which is not the one that I showed you originally, so they have a couple that are like that. And so, oh, and then also there is the Pioneer Theater, which I understand has been closed for a little while, but they always, they try to also infuse some color for interest and design. And so that's why you see now um, with the modernization of this site and what America First wants to do is to continue to serve their, um, they just want to continue to serve their clientele. So, you s- and this is their corporate branding. So that's why they went to, um, went to this. Some of the other um, items is One one waiver is we're eliminating, and that is to have an illuminated uh, monument sign, that number five waiver. We're just pulling that. We feel like um, in keeping with the signage that is happening along Moapa Valley Boulevard, they don't need that illuminated sign, that panel, if you will. It wouldn't be scrolling in, in that, but it still is a bit obtrusive to the manner and style that they're trying to maintain along that boulevard. Um, Let's see, with regards to our design review, uh, the signage and lighting, I never wanted it to sound like we were doing that administratively, even though I said that. So what I included in your packet when I sent that over was to show that we actually, within our design drawings, that we'll submit if we get approval is to actually have a lighting plan. We we have a lighting plan of photometric that will be submitted. We also have a landscape plan and I included in that packet even the the detailed design drawings uh, so you could see that we were actually putting that in. If I can just go back to the site one more time just to let you know of one other thing is signage along this elevation of the building, it is, if you will, it's oriented towards residential. That residential is over 200 feet away. Um, it, it's on the wall and it just, it goes all the way over here. We, to buffer even greater, we put the, uh, the vegetation or the trees 20 feet on center. So there's actually 20 feet of space that when these trees mature, they'll be together and there'll be that great screening along with a CMU screen wall that occurs all the way along the eastern boundary and then also here, which is actually commercial next to us on the south. But over here, there's uh, some homes that are over 240 feet away once we once we orient that. Um, I just wanted to be more complete and concise because there were questions that I, I left you with some questions last time. And what I would like to do is that this feels like we accept the conditions of, but if approved, if you will, that are, that are here. So staff, and I wanna publicly thank staff for all their time and efforts and help on this. I am here to answer any questions that you may have, and hopefully I've addressed many of the concerns that uh, this commission has.
0: Very good, we appreciate your presentation we will go ahead and open the public comment period. If there is anyone in the audience that would like to come forward and speak on item 16, now would be the time to do so. Seeing no one in the audience, we'll close the public comment period and we will turn this over to questions from the board. I will start with uh, Commissioner Frazier. Commissioner Frazier? No
9: questions, I can support the application as presented.
0: Very good, thank you. Commissioner
13: Lee?
4: thank you I guess I'm sorry if I didn't hear this but I was wondering to the applicant about the issue of the lighting I remembered when this item was presented to us there were some concerns about it being intrusive around the area I'm sorry just wanted to know if the applicant addressed that
0: I I believe he did but feel feel free to go ahead and address of course
12: Commissioner Lee what we ended up doing is We have a photometric plan that will go with this application, with the civil plan set. It will demonstrate that there is no washout into Moapa Valley Boulevard nor Virginia Avenue and definitely not out into the the residence to the east. What it's going to do is, because of our, because of LEDs and that, you can really control lighting and the tone and everything else but it will be internal and not wash out beyond uh, the property boundaries Very thank good. you
4: and just to follow up to staff are they acceptable with those new changes uh,
8: staff received the revised plan and um, the only change was removing the animated animation from the monument sign so we accepted
10: the revised
3: plan
14: okay thank
10: you
0: Very good. Uh, Commissioner Mujica.
10: I don't want to belabor the issue because I think you've already addressed everything, but if you very quickly and short um, remind us of the issues that we had, at least three points. One was the animated and that's being taken out. The other one was the colored. And what what else did we have a concern with that you addressed and fixed?
12: So I think also what, what a concern was is that we were not going to administrate. I used the word administrative, and I'm so sorry about that, but we actually are going through the process so that lighting, so that um, landscaping would also be addressed. And then just just for reference, you see um, a waiver on landscaping that I didn't cover. The landscaping waiver is that we're required to have a tree on this other side of the parking row, but that's where our monument sign's going to be. So we had... We compensated by providing three other trees that are different but similar within the landscaping um, palette of the county. So we took this tree and made three additional ones up here, and that took care of the requirement there. But we addressed landscaping, we addressed lighting, we addressed color.
10: I remember those were the three issues. Thank
0: you. Very good. Any additional comments? If not, your mic on? Okay. Oh, Vice Chair Kalarski, go Sorry, I didn't
12: say
3: your microphone.
12: <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm
3: sorry. Hello. Hi. Do you have a, a home down here now? We've seen an awful lot of
12: you. <laughs> I'm thinking of it, but after driving through Moapa Valley, I might change. I'll still be in Clark County, maybe. <laughs> Who knows?
3: <laughs> Uh, I'm just kidding. Whatever know, you want to do. Okay. Uh, so you're you, you with your withdrawing waiver number five, which is the animated sign. Um, your signage and lighting, which you've addressed, did, Ta- did Townport recommend or did they ask for signing and lightage as a public hearing because evidently they haven't seen the new lighting or the signage package? So the Yes, su- no?
12: The only thing that changed... Uh, signage package wise was that we took away the illumination of the monument sign. They saw all wall signage. They saw our directional sign that's interior to say hey go here's the drive through um, tellers Um, and that was was it. Okay so they were okay with that? Yes we responded to what they had asked us to do.
3: Okay yeah I just want to make sure that they didn't ask for Lighting and, and signage as a public hearing.
8: Signage and lighting actually are included in this application since it's MOAPA valid, it has to be included in the initial application to be.
3: Okay, applied. well that's good. Is the, is the MOAPA overlay, because I know with, with the, new, the new code or the revised code, uh, I just found out that there's no longer an RNP3, And and now, I I thought I heard you say that there is no overlay in Moapa. I know we did away with overlay, the CMA. So we've we've done away with a lot of that. So then these bright colors that uh, he got stuck on, um, that will no longer be in play for applications that come through us in the future?
15: Yes, that's correct.
3: Okay. Well, I think it's a good project and I can I can support it and I want to thank you for taking the time to come down here, re-explaining, sending the stuff to us and uh, I can support it. Thank you.
0: Very good. Commissioner Stone, I believe this is your district. Yeah. Uh,
7: just to, again to amplify what Commissioner Kalarski just asked staff. So if this project was submitted in 2024, Many of these waivers would not be required because it would be allowed by right under the, the new code, is that correct?
6: Yep, that's correct.
7: Could you just don't go deep, just what what would not be in front of us? The color?
1: The color for sure. Nagar, if you know off the top of your head, I'll look it up. The signage
8: requirement, uh, 10%, not to go over 10% of the elevation. uh, That would not be the requirement. Uh, And the illuminated part of it wouldn't be
7: part of it. Okay. All right. That's great. Uh, With that, I'll, uh, unless there's any other questions, Mr. Chair? No. Feel
0: free to make the motion.
7: I'll go ahead and make a motion to approve item 16, WS-23-0684 with the note that uh, waiver number four, number five are withdrawn and uh, the remaining if approved conditions to be incorporated. Is that good, staff? Good, okay, that's my motion. Can I,
12: can I make sure it's just waiver number five, not four or five?
7: No, it's number four and five. That's that's what uh, I discussed with the commissioner's office today. Okay. You're going to have to
12: deal with that. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.
7: So that's my
0: motion. Very good. We have a motion on the floor. Please cast your vote. Commissioner Frazier? Yes. Commissioner Lee? Yes. Very good. That motion passes unanimously. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good evening. Thank you for your time.
2: This will be final action unless appealed. Next item on the agenda is WS 23 0738. It's a holdover waiver of development standards for the following. One, reduce setbacks, and two, reduce building separation for an existing accessory structure, which is a storage building and pool water feature, in conjunction with a single family residence on 0.58, I'm sorry, 0.5 acres in an RE Rural States residential zone, generally located on the east side of Mustang Street, 125 feet south of Fort West Road within the Lone Mountain Planning Area. Uh, The background is described within your agenda. Uh, We received one card in support, four cards in opposition. The Lone Mountain Citizens Advisory Committee recommended denial and staff has recommended denial.
0: Very good. Do we have an applicant for item 17? Just give us your name and address for the record, if you would, please.
16: Uh, Yes, my name is Lorena Torres. Uh, The address is 2860 Mustang Street, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89108.
17: And I'm the husband. Uh, same, same address, I'm I take it. Very good. It's the same address, it's Noel Valenzuela, 2860. Uh, she put it 89108. Very um, good. Is there someone that can interpret Because my English is not as good as.
0: I, staff, I don't, do we have anybody that can? And we uh, we have a commissioner here that does, but I don't think we officially have anybody that can interpret so. Maybe do the best that you can, and if we have any questions, we'll circle back to you and try to work our way through this together. (coughs) All right. Thank you. Yes. All
17: right. So, um, reason why – This is a floor plan, and the reason why I didn't ask for a permit is because I thought it was 92 square feet, and I separated the storage and the gazebo. So it's a 92 square feet plus 166 square feet. I thought it was two different um, projects, Uh, but I was told, no, it's just one project, so now now I know it. We need a permit, but that's the reason why. Um, I have some pictures that I would like to show. Uh, This is the main reason why we build the storage. Um, Because the pool equipment, it's too close to the wall. the pool was uh, built. like a year and months. Yeah, it was approved uh, and finalized um, about two years, one and almost two years. Uh, but this is how they left uh, the pool equipment. So I decided to build the storage to protect the equipment. And once it was built, then I started doing the gazebo. Um, So that's the main reason why. This is, um, so what I try to do is, uh, I try to match the house, the existing house. So I try to match uh, the tile, the stucco, and the color. is just a few more pictures of the pool equipment.
0: So those are the two separate structures. It looks like that. Is that correct? That are one. That are one yeah. Okay. Very good. It's a good picture.
3: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Is that a small wall, and then the tree, and then the property wall?
17: Uh, from my side, uh, it is smaller than six feet. Uh, you can actually see the, on this other picture, you can see our, uh, the wall on the neighbors on the back side. That's a six feet um Okay, that,
3: so this is to the neighbors to your back?
17: To the back, this side. Um, and this is uh, my neighbor on the left-hand side. Uh, probably on his side, it could be six feet, but, but in our side, it's just, a little bit uh, smaller or lower.
0: Very good. Any additional pictures or comments you'd like to make?
16: Yes, the main reason that we built it right there it was to protect the pool equipment that it was, they left it there when the pool was um, Approve and finalize. So uh, we decide to build the storage to protect the building, the equipment. And um, then we attach the gazebo. So like my husband said, we were thinking that they were two different structures, but then um, it looks like they're kind of like one structure.
0: Understood. I think mm-hmm. that's a great e- explanation both of your English was very good, by the way, so you. Um, unless you have any further comments, we'll go ahead and open it to, uh, to public comment. Yes. Okay, very good. Um, anybody from the audience um, like to come down and speak on item 17? Now would be the time to do so. Just give us your uh, name and address for the record, if you would, please.
18: My name is Nicholas Razi. My address is twenty eight eighty Mustang Street, Las Vegas, Nevada eight nine one zero eight. I live on the north side of this property. So, my wife and I bought this house two year, just over two years ago, the end of twenty one. And at that time, the pool, they'd already dug the hole. They already had the reinforcement for the you know the rebar and everything in there, but the concrete hadn't been poured. The the uh, pool um, structure hadn't been done. So, at you know and when you look here at this picture. Right here, this is the wall.
0: If you would, there's, I think there's a
18: handheld mic right there. That might help us hear you a little so, better. So this is the wall. This is his pool structure. This is the measurement from the inside of his wall to the pool structure, which is a foot and a half. Now, in June of 22, he had two dogs. One of his dogs fell over the wall. Now, the structure is about this high from my property. So I took the dog back to his house. Actually, this was early 22. In J- June 27th of 22, the dog fell over again while I was at work. And my wife sent me a picture of my son who'd been bit in the face by his dog. And my wife sent me a picture of his, her hand who'd been bit by his dog because it fell in the backyard. So then he built, you know, so either the pool gets done. This is my wall, the, the, the adjoining wall. This is his building. So his stucco is on the wall. There's no gap there. He, is, he I mean, by his pictures, you can see that he is built onto the wall. Here's another picture of the same, same, same building, same end. And then here is the picture of the person on the east side of him who has even more of that building attached to the wall. You know... I don't have an issue with my neighbor. I didn't plan on buying a house and having an issue with my neighbor. But his disregard for myself and the people behind him, you know, I don't appreciate it. You know, his disregard for not getting a permit. I don't even know how he got a permit for the pool to be that close to the wall, let alone the building. Well, he didn't, obviously. Um, you know, his, he doesn't regard getting a code to, or getting permits to be able to do this. You know, he doesn't respect any of his neighbors. His character is, you know, a, a month and a half ago, he had a party he had two, two porta parties delivered so he could have this party. And this is an ongoing problem. He doesn't respect me, So why would he respect doing what he's supposed to do?
0: Very good. We appreciate your comments. Um, I think we will. Is there anyone else in the audience? Uh, that would like to come forward during the public comment period and speak regarding this item? Okay, if, if not, we're going to go ahead and close the public comment period. Um, we'll get to you in just one second. We're going to turn it over to the board for some questions and comments, and then we'll allow you uh, the ability to respond to those. Um, Commissioner Fraser, any comments? Uh, thank you. Mr. Yeah, thank
9: you, Mr. Chair. I do. I, I would I would say for sake of the board and maybe also the applicant that if this is approved, the applicant still has to deal with the building department and whatever requirements the building department may have so that their structure is not only permitted but inspected and built properly. I would say that only for the sake of the neighbor that spoke. I, I, I understand that we are looking at waiving setback, and then I would also say to the board that I'm not 1,000% in favor of what is currently built, but I, but I could support the application. And, and, then, and then the last thing I would say, is that um, the, the issue of, of controlling, your, controlling animals and things of that nature, I think that's outside of my preview, but, but, but I appreciate the neighbors' comments on it.
0: Very good. That's Thank, all. You. Thank you, Commissioner Frazier. Uh, Commissioner Lee, any comments or questions?
4: No comments, no questions.
0: Very good. Commissioner Kirk
19: the, uh, I didn't really have uh, a problem when I read the application but when I see the photos uh, that does cause some heartburn for me I mean you, you can't and I appreciate uh, Commissioner Fraser's comments that it's going to have to be built and building departments going to have to prove it but Uh, seeing a structure that appears from the photos that may be built on top of the wall. Um, That's inappropriate. And particularly, I mean, it's not like you have a small lot. I mean, the lot size we're talking about that you have here is .55. So it's it's more than half an acre. And to be pushing a building right up against your neighbor, totally disregarding the setback requirement. And my, I get it that you want to protect your pool equipment. We all do. I have the same problem. My pool equipment is right next to my neighbor's fence. But I'm not going to build a structure that sits on top of the wall and protects my pool equipment. I think that is disrespectful to your neighbor and I think it flies in the, in the face of uh, the reason we have building codes in this city. You can't do that. You can't just go and, I think I'm gonna build this just because I wanna build it, I'm gonna build it to heck with everybody else, I'm gonna do what I want. That's what this feels like. And now that there's a code violation, now you come to get approval, and that's, the, that's flip-flopped. That's, that's the process in reverse. And I just, uh, I'm having a really difficult time in supporting the application, especially because you're on a half acre. If you're on like a 3,600-square-foot lot, then okay, I wouldn't approve that either, but I could understand that. But this one, you've got plenty of room in that lot and, you, and to, to obey the setback, viola- the setback regulations that are set by the county. Uh, it looks to me in your, I'm looking at Google Maps, it looks like your neighbors, for the most part, I don't see any setback violations. There might be a couple temporary buildings that could be close, but nothing like this. So thank you, Mr. Chairman. I, I'm going to have a little, uh, I'm going to wait see how this uh, shakes out, but I'm having a little hard time with this one.
0: Thank you, Commissioner. Uh, Commissioner Stone, I believe this is your district. Yep. Uh, why don't you go to... Commissioner Kolarski. Oh, sorry, I didn't see your mic on there. Vice Chair Kolarski.
3: That's okay. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Thank you, Commissioner. Um, Well, I agree with most of what Commissioner Kirk said, that, you know, it's not appropriate to be that close to the wall. It looks like it's built in. Um, Where I kind of stray off is, is where we start talking about total disregard, because I don't think a lot of times a lot of the people that come to us are doing a total disregard. They're, they don't know. And then they get caught. And then they're over here with us. Um, so with that, I kind of disagree. But I do agree that this is not a good, a good thing to have. Uh, this close, water goes over the neighbors. Uh, I can tell you that you don't need structures for dogs to get up on, on walls. We have the problem down in my area where we have the dogs that can literally jump up and all they need is a little step stool and they're up and over. So um, I, I take you know, that that's a total disregard on his part that he's not taking care of his animals because that's what I inferred from your comments. But we're here for the structure now. Your storage, if they were not one piece, other than the setback, would he need the waiver for that if they weren't attached? Because one is 166 and the other is 92. And I know that there no longer is an accessory size limitation in the new Title 30.
8: Correct. Uh, they would still need six feet separation. From, from each feet. other? Correct.
3: Okay. So they would need that and, they, and they're at zero here because they're attached. And then they exceed, but if there's no exceeding the size limitation, they're not really exceeding that. They're, am I correct on that?
8: Correct, they're not. So the only
3: thing that they're violating here is just the the setbacks.
8: That's correct, and uh, I believe the separation also.
3: From the storage building?
8: Uh, To the pool water feature.
3: Okay, all right. Thank you.
0: Commissioner Stone. Thank you, Mr. Chair.
7: All right, so the evidence presented in front of us today uh, reflects an accessory structure and a storage building open air deal that obviously has not been permitted for construction. It's built partially on the side wall and the rear wall, the evidence that I saw today. There's no way, in my opinion, there's no way building department is going to allow the structure to use part of the perimeter screen wall as, as supporting any structure, this structure or anything else. That rear and side wall is going to have to be removed. And based upon that, I, I'm going to make a motion. Uh, make a motion to and hang on here to approve item number 17 with the exception of the setbacks I want to see setbacks rear and side of two feet and that's based upon the fact I believe he's got to rebuild at least those walls and get them inspected get footings inspected and there's no way to do that unless you have Building permit and the ability to excavate and build footings, rebuild walls, and we'll see where that motion goes. But so, if approved conditions, accepting changing setbacks to two feet rear and side. Let's see where that motion goes. Uh, separation is okay. I'm okay with separation.
8: And that applies to the uh, water feature setback also, which is. Yeah, one
7: that's
0: foot. fine too.
8: That is two feet also.
0: Yeah. There's a motion on the floor. Please cast your votes.
18: Can I make a comment?
0: No. Uh, We've
7: actually closed public comment at this period. Well, I was just curious because the initial,
18: well, the initial was was too close to his pool.
7: Mr. Chairman, the public hearing is closed. Yeah, we've closed the
0: public hearing. We're actually turning it over to the board for a vote now. So um, if you have questions after the fact, maybe there's someone from staff that can confer with you on the side. But uh, we've got a vote on the floor. Uh, Members, please cast your vote. COMMISSIONER FRASER, YES. COMMISSIONER LEE? YES. ARE YOU STILL WAITING ON SOMEONE?
1: TECHNICAL DIFFICULTIES.
0: OKAY. VERY GOOD.
1: Yeah, my um, computer froze, so it's not recording the vote. Voice. Sure.
0: All in favor? Aye. Aye. All against?
9: Motion carries.
0: Sounds like the motion passed unanimously. Thank you. If if either of you are unclear about this, you, maybe a sidebar with with staff would be appropriate.
2: This will be final action unless appealed.
0: Very good. Next item.
2: <clears throat> Next items are uh, 19 and 20, which are companion items and will be heard together. Uh, item 19 is VS 230800 um, to vacate and abandon the easements of interest to Clark County, located between Tom Sixth Tom Street and Cimar- Cimarron Road, and between uh, Camaro Avenue and Windmill Lane within Inter- Enterprise. Uh, the background is described within your agenda. Uh, we received one card in support, two cards in opposition. The Enterprise Town Advisory Board recommended approval, and staff rec- recommends approval.
20: Um, good evening, Planning Commissioners. Uh, my name is Susan from Tanning Engineering, uh, 6030 South Jones Boulevard, here on behalf of the applicant. Uh, the subject pro- uh, project site is a 2.06 um, gross acre, It is located uh, south of Camaro Street and um, east of Tomsic Street. Um, The subject parcels, uh, well, under the old code uh, was RE, uh, for rural estates under an R.M.P. one zone. It has a planned use of RN, ranch estates. Um, At this moment, we are not um, asking for any modifications to the site. Uh, What we are doing is uh, we're proposing a two-single-family residential development uh, with a density of 1.0 dwellings per acre. Um, uh, We are asking for two different waivers. Uh, One is to waive the detached sidewalks, and the other one is for landscape on Camara Avenue and Tom 6th Street. Uh, So the uh, rural estates, um, under the RMP1 uh, rural estates, we're trying to match into the existing um, site uh, so we're proposing to not have uh, sidewalks on Camaro Street or Um, Tom Sick. um The waivers for uh, landscaping, we're asking um, to not have landscaping uh, just because the houses are going to be fronting the, the, the street. Um, I do have an exhibit here, though, um, that shows that we are proposing to have landscape on the frontage of the street, just not on the five uh, landscape, sidewalk, and then five landscape. Um, So the developer is uh, proposing to put more um, landscape along uh, the front of the street. Uh, We are also asking um, for a vacation of a 33 patent easement um, on the uh, east side, um, the west side, and the south side. Um, Staff did did recommend denial uh, for those two waivers for the landscape and the detached sidewalks. Um, However, Town Board uh, did uh, give uh, recommendation for approval and there were no neighbors at Town Board in opposition. Um, And with that, I respectfully ask that you approve this item and um, I'm happy to answer any questions that you may have.
0: Thank you for your presentation. Um, We will go ahead and open up the public comment period. Uh, If there's anybody that would like to uh, speak to us in regard to items number 19 or 20, now would be the time to come forward and address the board. Seeing no one for item 19 or 20, we'll go ahead and turn it over to questions, uh, questions from the board. Um, Commissioner Stone, I see your microphone no, on. We'll no, go to, sure.
19: whoops, okay.
0: Commissioner Kirk.
19: I have a question of staff, uh, and that reg- that's, it's in regard to the sidewalks. I'm looking uh, on Google Maps and I don't see any sidewalks on any adjacent properties. Um, even across the street to the west, it looks like it's a development by a developer, a number of homes. I don't see any sidewalks. I don't think in the front of the property. So is it, is code requiring this, and that's why staff is requiring that, uh, and why they can't, why they have to get a waiver? Can help me with
2: that, yes, Commissioner. That's a code requirement, it's a code requirement, Co- a code
19: requirement but nobody record. else around on had to do it. Is that what I'm is that? yeah,
2: okay, yes. mm-hmm. thank you. I, I
19: just,
8: I just want to add that uh, there might be a waiver for the other properties. Um, I can do the research if you want me to.
19: Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, like, it's pretty obvious to me that. That there is no there's nobody else building sidewalks out there, so they must have somebody must have had a waiver somewhere because I don't see them. So I'm fine. Thank you.
0: Very good, Commissioner Lee. Any comments or questions?
4: No questions. No comments.
0: Very good, Commissioner Frazier. I'm saying no. No questions. No comments. Very good, Commissioner Mohika. I believe this is your district.
10: Um, Mr. Chair, I'd like to um, share that I did meet with the applicant and went over all the issues, and they are providing landscaping. And um, as uh, Commissioner Kirk um, mentioned, no other properties in the vicinity anywhere near them has uh, sidewalks. So I'm ready to make a motion to approve. So motion to approve both items, VS230800 and WS-230799.
0: Very good. There's a motion on the floor. Please cast your vote. Uh,
8: Commissioner Er Frazier, yes. Sorry, before voting, uh, Rich wants to add something.
2: Yes, uh, Mr. Chairman, I neglected to read the uh, item 20, and I meant to do that. So for the record, I just need to read that before you make the motion. Very good.
0: Feel free to do so.
2: Uh, item 20 is WS230799 waiver development standards to eliminate street landscaping and detached sidewalks in conjunction with the proposed single-family residential lots on 2.0 acres in an RE rural, resi- rural state residential r one zone, generally located on the north side of Camaro Avenue and the east side of Tom 6th Street within, within Enterprise. Background is described within your agenda. There's one card in support, two cards uh, in opposition. The Enterprise Town Advisory Board recommended approval with the following conditions. One, use Rural Street standards. Two, provide an asphalt path along Tom Sixth Street and Camaro Avenue. Uh, Staff recommend denial.
0: Very good. And just for clarification, Commissioner Mohica, that was items 19 and 20. Correct, Mr. Chair. Very good. There's a motion on the floor. Please cast your vote. Commissioner Frazier. Yes, thank you, Commissioner Lee. Yes, very good. And that item passes unanimously.
20: Thank you so much. President thank you. And have a good evening. Have Appreciate a good your time. Thank you.
2: Next item. Uh, this will be final action unless appealed. I am next item is item twenty one, WS twenty three zero seven seven nine, waivers of development standards for the follow for the following one, increase the height for de- detached. Accessory structure to reduce separation and three reduce setback for a detached accessory structure In conjunction with an existing single-family residence on 0.1 acres in an R one single-family residential zone Generally located on the north side of Capistrano Avenue and the west side of Burnham Avenue within Winchester background is described within your agenda the Winchester Town Advisory Board recommended approval Staff recommends denial.
0: Very good. Are you the applicant for item 21? I uh-huh. am. Very good. Give us your name and address for the record, if you would please.
15: Alicia Montgomery from Montgomery Consulting Engineers, 9680 West Tropicana, Suite 132, Las Vegas, 89147. On behalf of the homeowner. So, this is an existing structure that um, plans have already been approved and the building department for everything except zoning because of the violations. Um, I think they're limited to 14 feet, and this is 14.6. They're supposed to have a six-foot separation. They have about a five-foot-nine separation, and they are two feet from their west property line wall. I brought pictures. Very good. So that is from the backyard looking west, so this is the west face of it. This is a south facing side of it, so um, looking from... Capistrano. You can't see it because they have a carport and a fence here, but if you could see it, you would see that. And The distance from the west property line where they have the two foot rather than five is is shown here. You can still kind of squeeze in there, but you can't. It's not to code. Part of the uh, architectural review and approval was they have to they have to fire rate the roof and the walls that are within five feet of the property line, which is detailed in the approved architectural section of the plans.
0: Very good, does that conclude your presentation? Yes. Thank you very much. We will open the, uh, the public hearing. Uh, anybody that would like to speak on item 21, now would be the time to do so. Just come on down to the podium. Seeing no one, we will close the public comment period and turn it over to questions from the board. Commissioner Mohica, I see your light on. Oh, okay. Um, Vice Chair Klarski, I believe it's your district, so right. we'll see if, okay, Commissioner uh, Frazier.
9: Uh, no comments. the applicant explained the application well and it looks like they have mitigating um, items they have to address with the building department and I'm I'm good with the application.
0: Very good, thank you Commissioner Frazier. Commissioner Lee, any comments or questions? No comments, no questions. Thank you Commissioner Lee and we will turn it over to Vice Chair Kolarski.
3: Thank you Mr. Chair. Uh, I met with the applicant right after town board last week and uh, told her bring pictures We're very visual. I'm glad you did because now I can see this even though I did go by and I sat on the sidewalk and tried to figure it all out. I'm okay with that town board was okay with it. I like the fact that any rainwater is going to go off onto the homeowner's property and not the neighbors. So with that being said, I'm gonna move to approve WS 23-0779 with staff if approved conditions. And that's the one year to complete the building permit and, inspe- uh, and inspection process, okay?
0: Very good, there's a motion on the floor. Please cast your votes. Commissioner Frazier. Yes. Commissioner Lee.
4: Yes.
0: And the motion passes unanimously. Thank you for your time.
2: Thank you. Uh, This will be final action unless appealed. Next item is item twenty-two, WS twenty-three zero seven eight one, waiver development standards to eliminate street landscaping and detached sidewalks. In conjunction with a proposed single-family, uh, proposed single-family residential lots on 2.4 acres in an RE rural estate residential RNP one zone, generally located on the east side of Miller Lane, approximately 390 feet north of Lone Mountain Road within Lone Mountain. The background is described within your agenda. Uh, Approvals, uh, I'm sorry, uh, we received uh, one card in support and one letter in opposition. The Lone Mountain uh, Board recommended approval with the following condition The first five feet from the property lunge be landscaped, and if there will be a wall, the landscape is to be placed in front of it. Uh, Staff recommends denial. Very good. Are you the applicant?
21: Uh, My name is Ken Yamada. Civil Engineer for Baum &
7: Turner, 1210 Henson Street, 89102. I have an aerial photo of the area. For aer- orientation purposes, this is Lone Mountain Road here, and this is Miller La- Lane. As you can see, all along Miller Lane, there are no sidewalks, there are no street landscaping. This is the subject parcels. They are two of the last remaining parcels to be developed. Um, Therefore, the request for a waiver of detached sidewalk and street landscaping.
0: Does that conclude your presentation?
7: Yes, it does.
0: Thank you very much. We will go ahead and open the public comment period uh, or the hearing, pardon me. Um, If there's anybody that would like to address the board regarding item number 22, now would be the time to do so. Seeing no one, we will close the public, uh, public hearing and turn it over to the board for questions. Commissioner Stone. All right,
7: I'm okay with it. Unless there's any other questions, uh, I'll go ahead and make a motion. We've, we've done the public hearing, right? we did yes okay sorry uh i'll make a motion to approve item 23 -23 ws-23-0792 with staff if approved conditions
0: very good there's a motion on the floor and uh, commission i did not go to commissioner frazier or commissioner lee so if either of you do have a comment if you'd like to chime in my apologies
1: commissioner we are actually on item number 22.
0: Yep, correct. Oh, that's my district, actually. So we're yep. <laughs> forget it.
19: Never mind.
0: Your, Do your comments apply to this uh, this application as yeah. well? Yeah.
19: But his uh, his comments are the same as mine. I don't have a problem with it. Okay, so very good. You can make the motion.
0: Very good. I appreciate it. Um, Commissioner Frazier, any comments or questions?
9: Yeah, no comments, and a
19: yes
0: to the motion. Very good, Commissioner Lee.
9: No comments
4: or questions and also yes to the motion.
0: Okay, very good. So do I need to restate that motion or are we okay with the actual motion that Commissioner Stone made? Okay, very good. There's a motion on the floor. I'm still frozen for some reason. I don't have a... The ability to vote on my up, oh, you know what? That's my fault. Pardon me. <laughs> okay, very good. Very good. The uh, the motion passes unanimously. Thank you for your time. We appreciate it. Thank you. Next, I-
2: next item. This will be final action unless appealed. Next item is uh, item 23 WS seven nine two waivers of development. Development standards for the following. One, reduce setback. Two, allow non-earth tone colors. And three, eliminate sidewalks and landscaping in conjunction with their proposed single-family residence on 1.8 acres in an RA residential agricultural zone within the Moapa Ma- Valley Overlay District. Uh, generally located on the south side of Cottonwood Avenue and the east side of Palo Verde Street within Moapa Valley. Uh, We received one card in in support, two cards in opposition and the uh, town board recommended approval, staff recommends denial.
0: Thank you. Please give us your name and address for the record if you would please.
21: I am uh, Gene Gottschalk from Moapa Valley Builders at 289 South Moapa Valley Boulevard in Overton, Nevada 89040. I'm here representing Wes and Tanya Mosdell, who are the property owners, and I've hired our company to build a single family residence for them. We're in charge of all the planning and building permit applications. Uh, so first of all, I just wanted to show you here an elevation of the residence so you can see this is a pretty <coughs> traditional home, nothing strange or, or unique that would stand out in the area. And here I wanted to show uh, just some satellite imagery of what we're talking about. So this is the property uh, that this uh, waiver uh, is is about. Um, The homeowners or the property owners own both of these parcels, lot one and lot two. Each one is approximately two acres for a total of about four acres. And um, the proposal is to uh, construct their single family residence back here, uh, which is uh, 300 and something, uh, 340 feet away from, from the street. So basically, here, the, the st- street cottonwood is here, and this house is sitting 340 feet back from there. So this is um, from our grading plan, and it's It's not to scale, so there is an area cut out here because the parcel is so long, but there is 340 feet here that the house is away from the street. And so uh, there are three items uh, in the waiver. Item number one is to reduce this rear uh, setback here uh, from uh, the, I believe it's 50 feet that are required, uh, and uh, we are at 20 feet. Uh, to the edge of the uh, patio there. Um, The idea is that the homeowners owning, uh, or the the property owners own both parcels, so the setback is being reduced towards their own property and thus impacting only themselves. Uh, At the uh, town board, the local town board of Moapa Valley, this was approved. Um, Interestingly, today I was able to talk to the uh, staffer that reviewed this and recommended denial on this item, and he stated that he was not aware that the property owner owned both properties, and if he had been aware of that, he would have recommended approval on this item. Um, The next uh, item that we have on our waiver is for the collar. Uh, the uh, proposed color of the residence is, b- is a black and white color palette, so okay. a white home and some black trim around the top. Um, the, it's, it's unclear whether black and white is a part of the earth's colors that are required in Wapa Valley. Now I, on one of the previous items, I understood that this is not an issue anymore under the new Title 30, so do we need to talk about this further? Or yes. Okay, so uh, we, um, uh, I think the staff recommendation on this was also denial. They said that there were no other black and white homes on the street. Uh, During our town board in Moapa Valley, the town board members actually pointed out several black and white homes on the street. And we did have uh, one person, one neighbor from the, like a neighbor that came uh, to support this because her own house was black and white and it's right across from this house. So we believe this should not be an issue and this was approved by the Moapa Valley Town Board. The third item is to um, not have detached sidewalks and and full offsites which is pretty typical in this area because we don't have those anywhere uh, near this property or anywhere on that street. Uh, And this was also approved by the Moapa Valley Town Board. And so those are the three items that we are requesting a waiver on.
0: Very good, does that conclude your presentation?
21: Uh, Yes, I might add that this property, we had to do a drainage study, uh, as we do have to do often in this area, and this is a pretty big burden on the homeowners because it delays the uh, permitting process by four or five months. And if we were to have to move the house somewhere else, we probably have to amend this drainage study, which puts us in like many more months of reapproving that, and eventually the homeowners lose patience and don't want to move to our area anymore.
0: Very good. Um, if that concludes your comments, we will open the public hearing. Uh, if there's anybody that would like to speak to items uh, or item 23, um, now would be the time to do so. Feel free to come on down to the podium. Seeing no one, we will close the public comment period or public hearing, pardon me, and turn it over to the board. Commissioner or Vice Chair Kolarski, see so your mic is on.
3: Yes, thank you, Mr. Chair.
0: Um,
3: on the surface, I don't have a problem with it, the black and the white. I don't have a problem with um, the, the color. Um, and just so you know, the only reason why you needed to do it, we have to approve it, is because it got processed under the old Title 30. So even though no longer exists, um, anything that you bring in now, you don't have to worry about it. Uh, the only thing question I have is this is gonna face Palo Verde? Correct,
21: yes. So Palo Verde is a right-of-way. It's currently not developed. It's it's dirt. I believe it's used for access for one or two other homes on the other side, and it is facing uh, Palo Verde, and it, the parcel was assigned a Palo Verde address.
3: Okay. And and I'm just asking this, because I'm trying to look down the road a little bit. The parcel Lot number two, the parcel to the east of, of this one, that one is going to have Is there a, does St. Joseph go through? Or what goes through because I I don't see anything there and I don't want that to get landlocked unless it's gonna come off of Cottonwood.
21: Yes, and I don't think that parcel has an address yet because there wasn't a permit application filed for it. It's very, I mean, I'm, I'm not in front of the GIS, but it's very possible that there is no address assigned to that yet. The staff usually assigns the address once they receive an application, depending how the house is turned. Uh,
3: But it's going to have to be turned facing Cottonwood, because I don't see any type of access to the east.
21: The St. Joseph is probably a right-of-way that is there. It's just not developed. And a lot of the streets... In our area, are like that, where it's a okay. right of way and it's dirt, and people use it to access. Just, the just
3: keep keep in mind that you're gonna, you want lot two to have access somewhere, okay? okay? And I can I can support the uh, the application as submitted. Okay.
0: Very good, uh, Commissioner Fraser. Any comments or questions? Uh, no comments. No questions. Very good, Commissioner Lee.
4: No comments or questions.
0: Very good. Seeing no one else on the board, I will turn this over to Commissioner Stone, whose district this is. Uh,
7: Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Let me ask staff, the applicant, uh, he mentioned something about drainage study waiver. That's not part of this application, is that correct?
22: Uh, The drainage study waiver is not part of his application, but he is conditioned to a drainage study because he's in the FEMA flood
20: zone.
7: Right. right. What I'm saying is drainage study is not part of our decision tonight here.
20: It's just a condition of approval.
21: Uh, we agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay. May, may I say that the drainage study is already approved? That's already done. Good. Good. Yeah. yeah. It, so that's not an issue. Good. All right. Uh,
7: let me make a motion to approve item 23, uh, WS-23-0792. With staff if approved conditions.
0: Very good. There's a motion on the floor. Please cast your vote. Commissioner Frazier, yes.
4: Commissioner Lee, yes.
0: Very good. And that motion passes unanimously. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good evening. Thank you.
2: Uh, This will be final action once appealed. Uh, Moving on, uh, the next four items. Uh, items 24, 25, 26, and 27 are companion items and will be heard together. First one is um, item 24, PA 23-00, I'm sorry, 70037, a holdover plan amendment to redesignate the existing land use categories from Rancho State Neighborhood, up to two dwellings per acre, neighborhood commercial and corridor mixed use mid-intensity suburban neighborhood up to eight units per acre on 14 acres. Generally located on the northeast corner of Durango Drive and Agate Avenue within Enterprise. Uh, we, on this particular item, we received six cards in support, 26 cards and nine layers opposed. The Enterprise Town Board recommended approval, staff re- recommended approval. Item 25, ZC 230729, a holdover zone change to reclassify 14 acres from RE Rural Estates Residential Zone to an RE, and an RE Rural Estates Residential rp one zone to an R2 Medium Density Residential Zone. Waivers of Development standards for the following. One, increase wall height. Two, establish alternative yards for residential lots. Three, Street landscaping, four, eliminate landscaping adjacent to less intensive use, and five, reduce the width of a local public street. Designs, design review, reviews for the following, one, hammerhead design street design, two, single family residential development, and three, fringe grade, generally located on the northeast corner of Durango Drive and Agate Avenue within Enterprise. Uh, On this item, we received four cards in support, and we received 22 cards and eight letters in opposition. The Enterprise Town Advisory Board recommended approval of the zone change with a reduction to R1 zoning and denial of the waivers of development standards and the design reviews. Staff recommended approval of the zone change to R2 and denial of the associated waivers and design reviews. Item 26 vs 230730, holdover, uh, vacation and abandonment of easements of interest to Clark County, located between uh, Durango Drive and Gagnier Boulevard alignment, and between Agate Avenue and Pebble Road. Portions of right of way being Raven Avenue, located between Durango Drive and Gagnier Boulevard alignment, and a portion of right of way being. Durango Drive, located between Agate Avenue and Pebble Road, a portion of right-of-way being Agate Avenue, located between Durango Drive and Gagnear Boulevard Alignment, and a portion of right-of-way being Roca Street slash Lisa Lane, located between Raven Avenue and Agate Avenue within, within Enterprise. On this item, we we received six cards in support and 25 cards and eight letters in opposition. Uh, The Enterprise Town Advisory Board recommended approval of these must to be vacated on the vacation exhibit dated uh, 10-13-2023 with certain conditions. Staff recommended approval. And finally, item 27, TM-23-500152, a holdover tentative map consisting of 107 residential lots and common lots on 14 acres in an R2 medium density residential zone located uh, at the northeast corner of Durango Drive and Agate Avenue within Enterprise. On this item, we received one card and two letters in opposition. The uh, Enterprise Town Board recommended denial and staff recommend denial.
0: Good evening, Ms. Olson.
14: Good evening, Liz Olson, 1980 Festival Plaza Drive here on behalf of the Applicant Century Communities. This is a 14-acre site. We're located along Durango. Agate is along our southern property line, and we're just north of Blue Diamond. The site is currently zoned RE along the northern portion of the site and was previously approved for non-conforming zone change on the southern portion of the site for 50 R2 homes that is currently approved on the site we're surrounded by several different zoning designations um, under the old code I'll I'll list first Um, we have R2 zoning to the south R3 zoning to the uh, southeast RE to our north and R1 to our north here as well as you can see on our master plan the majority of the site is planned for commercial Under the new code, the pink portion and the red portion could come in with a conforming zone change to CG. The only portion of our site that is still planned for residential is that back portion of the site. This is an infill piece of property. Um, We are requesting to do 105 residential homes. We believe that the residential development that we are proposing this evening will be significantly less intense than if 14 acres of commercial were to be developed on the site our original plan that we had submitted and presented at town board was this site here 107 homes all r two lots which is now the uh, new RS 3.3 we had access off of Agate here and a secondary access off of Raven to the north. Following Town Board, uh, we requested to hold this application for a month so we could make some changes to try and address some of the comments that we received at Town Board. And we have submitted this revised plan that you see here. What we've changed on the site plan is mostly on the uh, northern portion of the site. The lots along the northern property line here that are adjacent to the existing R1 development have been increased in size to over uh, 5,400 square feet. The minimum lot size for R1 is 5,200 square feet. So essentially what we're doing is providing a transition from the R1 that uh, the wall is in between. We will also be building our own redundant wall. I just like to make that clear, we're not sharing the existing wall here. So R1 to the north, R1 internal to our site, and then transitions down into the R2. All of the homes that we increase the lot sizes on will also be single-story, so we can agree to a condition to provide single-story on those homes. Um, Along the southern property line, our homes face out toward Agate. We're providing and a detached sidewalk, five feet of landscaping sidewalk, and then our front of our home yards. Another change that we made to the site plan is on this access point to the north. We are requesting to provide a crash gate here to uh, keep residents out of the RNP. That was one of the main requests from the RNP neighbors that we have been working with. One of the changes that we had to make to increase our lot sizes along the north as well is to change this bulb here to a substrate. Um We do have approval, as you can see here, from FIRE. I also spoke with Public Works today as well, and they are in support of that change because FIRE is in support. We do have a couple of landscape waivers, um, specifically as it relates to where our underground culvert will be on the site. Um, There's a significant wash on this site. When it rains, I've seen photos actually from the neighbors. The uh, sidewalk along Durango has had some damage. The property itself floods significantly. So we believe the underground culvert on this piece of property will significantly help the drainage issues on the site. Um, Because of that drainage culvert that we're going to be putting in, We're requesting to not put landscaping along this portion of Durango here as well as along this eastern portion of the site. That's simply because we have to allow for concrete to provide for that culvert. We have received an email as of today from our adjacent neighbor to the east that he is in full support of our application. We also received an email of support from Richard Gallegos, who lives in the northern uh, RNP development and has been working with several of his neighbors. And they are also in support of the changes here that we've made. Um, I would like to make one comment that I mistakenly told a neighbor during an email correspondence. Uh, The the residents or the, the homes that were approved by Richmond two years ago on the south did not face agate, they actually faced internal to the site, and they had an attached sidewalk. What we're providing is frontage onto agate, but with that detached sidewalk. So with that, we again, we believe that this will be significantly less intense. Um, we did do a preliminary traffic count. If this site were to develop out as 14 acres of commercial, it would be around 6,000 trips a day. Um, with the proposed 105 lots that we're proposing this evening, it would be just over a 1,000 uh, trips per day. So significantly less intense. So um, I know there's neighbors here, so I'm going to turn it over to them and then I'll be ready for any questions. Thank
0: you. Very good, thank you for your comments. We appreciate it. We will open the public hearing for anybody that would like to speak on items 24, 25, 26, and 27 would be the time to do so just come on down and give us your name and address for the record if you would please
23: okay good evening my name is stephen long i live at 8501 sorry 8501 or Bertle falls uh, avenue i am uh, in the community to the south of uh, the proposed uh, development um, i've been In the community for several years now, I've interacted with many homeowners that were here before me, um, homeowners that moved here after me, and I don't think there's a single one of us that would object to homes being built in that site. We all are in favor of it. Um, What is really just when you look at the number of people that are opposed to this, they're opposed to the density, not the actual homes being built themselves. Uh, And there's several reasons why the density is a problem. Um, there's a single entry into that community on Agate. And already today, there's lots of traffic there. Uh, adding that number of homes entering on that street, uh, especially with the homes facing Agate, uh, just introduces all types of problems for us there. Um, just recently, can get this picture up here. That's right at the corner and that's an auto accident that That happens pretty frequently. Um, Adding that number of homes, that number of cars, uh, that density is gonna have a lot more of this. Now, children in the community are picked up in that location. They're dropped off and picked up there by bus. Uh, There's no other place for them to go. Um, If you have homes facing agate, with people entering and exiting their driveways, facing agate, having guests, parking on Agate, again, you can kind of understand where this is gonna go from a a safety standpoint. Um, In that area to the south, I know it's zoned as R2, but those are R1 style homes. They're single story homes. And to the north, they're R1 single story homes. Um, Those are the two areas that are impacted the most. So when you look at like and kind type of elevation no one's opposed to single-story homes being built there. and I think they made accommodations, as they say, to transition from the R1 to the north, but there's also R1 on the south. So if they're gonna build two-story homes, um, at least they can turn them as they were originally approved and have the rear yards facing Haggett, not the front yards, because that just introduces a lot more problems for the community there. And again, everybody, would welcome homes being built there but not in the density that uh, they're proposing and i thank you for allowing me to comment
0: very good thank you for your comments we appreciate it if you can just make sure name and address for the record we appreciate that sure
22: my name is brandon copley i live at 8537 monument lake court um, my back wall is going to be uh, adjacent to the northern boundary of this development um just uh just right next to uh raven Um, but i just kind of want to reiterate that uh in opposition to this development what uh, my community member prior to me said uh, as far as the pedestrian um, or the traffic uh, caused by uh, 105 new lots worth of vehicles you average every household has at least two vehicles to it Um, we're talking about 210 vehicles being introduced into you know tiny one access point uh off agate um i just feel that you know that's a detriment to any type of pedestrian traffic that could possibly be moving there you're talking about bus stops with children um given that it's it's already a a dangerous uh point um as you saw previously from that that picture um uh before um I just think that this would be a a severe detriment just to the peace and tranquility of the overall area, um, especially when we're talking about public safety for pedestrians. Thank you.
0: Thank you, we appreciate your comments. Just name and address for the record if you would please.
13: Hi, uh, my name is Milan Kesek. I'm at 8557 Monument Lake Court. Uh, That's uh, my house. Uh, The proposed site is directly on the other side of uh, my backyard wall. And uh, if uh, anything is built there that is more than uh, one story high, that's going to affect my privacy, my way of life, and the value of my house. And all of those are in a negative way. And for those reasons, I am totally against changing the zoning. That's all.
0: Very good, thank you for your comments and your time.
24: Hi there, my name's Brooke Pizzo. I live at 8462 Alberta Falls Avenue. And um, I appreciate the opportunity to engage in this process and have the opportunity to speak and and hopefully be heard. Um, I oppose this for a variety of reasons. Uh, I'll echo my neighbors' um, sentiments about public safety. Uh, as proposed, this development would would add uh, a significant amount of traffic. It's easy to sit up here um, with a polished presentation and dismiss concerns of the actual people who live right there in the community. But I will tell you that as someone who, um, whose home backs up to, I'm on the south side, so my home backs up to, and I pull out onto Agate every day. Um, it's, it can be fairly dangerous now um, pulling out onto Agate. I have a teenage driver and one up and coming, and I, uh, it's difficult to imagine what that will be like in, uh, with, with this development as proposed. Um, I have concerns uh, on a, uh, about the privacy issues uh, and the, just the overall impact to the quality of life for those individuals that are on the south side. Uh, my Again, my uh, backyard uh, borders Agate. I have a pool in my backyard, I have a teenage daughter. Um, obviously, as proposed, uh, I am concerned about, um, I would love a transition if we're, if I don't get my way, <laughs> if I don't get my hope, uh, I would love the same concession that's been given to the north side um, to get um, uh, a transition uh, for the south side. Uh, these homes right here aren't consistent with those homes that are on, um, on the north and south side. So. I would like to not have to worry about um, people that can look directly into my backyard. Uh, parking on the street directly behind my home, again, because those, um, we're talking about a significant amount of traffic and parking um, just from the homes, the residents of the homes, not including their visitors. And we will um, see traffic parked up and down along that street directly behind my home. Um, I know this this isn't just NIMBYism, right? Not in my backyard. Uh, when I bought that home, I knew I mean, there was a, that was a vacant lot, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, something's too good to be true, right? Like, I knew that there would eventually be um, something there, and I looked at the zoning, and uh, it was originally, um, its original intent was much lower density. I, it, I never thought that there would be uh, a development of this scale in that area, um, it's clear that the developer is looking to maximize their profits um, and uh, with little regard for the current and existing communities that are there. So given these issues, um, it seems to me that it would be irresponsible uh, to allow this project to proceed as planned. Uh, it's obviously my hope <laughs> that good sense prevails and, uh, and and that you don't approve this development. But again, if I don't get my hope and my wishes and dreams, then I would have a couple considerations that I would like. Can I continue? I yeah, continue?
0: just try to wrap it up if you can, but sure. feel free to Sure, I've got go just ahead. a
24: couple points. No problem. Um, I already mentioned the transition um, for the homes uh, on the south side. Uh, I w- the direct access. There are c- communities um, on Durango who have direct access on Durango. Brookside is one of them that comes to mind. It's just a couple miles, not even maybe a mile north off of okay. Durango. That would alleviate the traffic that is a big concern on Agate. Um, In addition, I would ask for concessions uh, that would preserve the privacy for our neighborhood as a whole uh, and for the homes that back up to Agate in particular. Uh, If this development is allowed to proceed, I would like for a gate to be um, uh, uh, built by the developer for our street, Alberta Falls, that would keep unwanted traffic um, uh, out of our street. And I would also ask for the developer to pay for the cost of um, uh, raising the height of those south side walls Uh, and also um, landscaping improvements that would uh, like tall hedges or shrubs that would shield our backyards from view. That is all.
0: Very good. Thank you you for your comments. We appreciate your time. Hi there, just name and address for the record if you would please.
11: Hi, good evening. My name is Vicki Vosniakovic. It's B-O-S-N-J-A-K-O-V-I-C. I live at 8988 Golden Pine Street, And um, I'm here to uh, oppose this project based on how it's presented at this time. I'm not opposed to new development or new houses. I am opposed to the density that this project is proposing, specifically 107 homes squeezed into 14 acres. As you can see on my laptop here, I live right here, and this is part of Durango Trail. All of these homes in here are four homes to an acre. The homes behind my home are a part of Durango Ranch. Those homes are on half acre sites, one third to a half acre site, and beyond that point, we've got homes on half acres. The homes on Agate also belong to Durango Trail. They are part of this community here. So this, this community and this community is part of Durango Trail. Durango Trail was built by Pardee in 2013. They have four locations. These two areas are two, and there are 24 homes here. They too are four homes per acre. What we would like is to see less density in this area So it can be consistent with all of the other homes next to us and behind us. We understand that the homes across the street of Durango, they're mid-density. Those homes are anywhere from three to eight acres per home. However, that's on this side of the street and the homes here are not in the RNP. Whereas our homes, we have the RNP, as you could see on this photograph. I also have another concern, and that's specifically right by my house, okay? The developer has indicated they wish to take part of Raven, just let me see, yeah. Raven Avenue and Golden Pine Street are perpendicular to one another. My house is here to the right. This is Golden Pine. This here, where the sidewalk is, is Raven, and we own part of this land under Durango Trails. This is our crash gate for emergencies. Now, it's my understanding that this is my wall here. I'm right at the cul-de-sac. This is the cul-de-sac. This is Mr. Copley's home, and this is the lot right here. The developer wishes to go into the cul-de-sac quite a bit. The street is only 31 feet wide, and they wish to remove half of this street and put their houses and their crash gate here. However, as you can see, our crash gate is here. I'd like to know how is it that emergency vehicles are gonna enter that area if part of that street is taken away from us. That's public property right now. They have an easement. I know they own part of this street, but right now there's a public right away, all the way at the cul-de-sac. And this is what I'm opposed to. The houses as planned on on their planning is gonna remove this cul-de-sac. And they wanna put a sidewalk here. And by elevating it and putting a sidewalk here, the other half of the problem is the rainfall. My street acts as a guide for all of the water that washes out from the uh, upper part of Pebble. It goes down into Golden Pine, and it goes right out into here and into the desert. That's the cul-de-sac that we're talking about. They want to take half of this cul-de-sac, build out their homes and their crash gate here, and leave us with just a little bit here and 15 feet of roadway so an emergency vehicle can come here. I'd like to ask the board and the commission, how is that possible? I'm very concerned about that. And I ask that you really consider all of the comments that our previous homeowners have made thank you
0: very good thank you we appreciate your comments anyone else before we close the public comment period come on down and just give us your name and address for the record
18: stephen calls out again 8415 raven avenue I'm the largest parcel to the northeast of this area. Um, I am in support of it. Um, I do like that they have listened to the community community about the crash gates and separating the Raven, uh, lowest density with their density. Um, I do think that this property will not be able to be developed if it doesn't have a a larger developer behind it. And uh, currently we do have transients that go through the wash quite often, and I think this will buffer us uh, from having them accessing the wash and living in the, in the drains over there. Uh, there is drug use that happens that I've personally seen. I've had uh, people try to break into my home and I believe this could potentially help mitigate people living underneath that area.
0: Very good, thank you for your time. We appreciate your comments.
13: <clears throat> Hi, my name's Matt Holt, uh, 8357 Raven Avenue, Las Vegas, Nevada 89113. Um, so I'm right uh, on that street that's going to undergo a big portion of the changes that we would experience if this development goes through, um, myself, my family, everybody that we've talked to, we're not opposed at all to developing that piece of property. Um, Steve is two doors down from me and I agree with him. Uh, development needs to happen, um, there. It will hopefully get rid of the transients and, uh, you know, some of the, uh, Activity that we don't like to see there, um, but I'd really like to preserve uh, the consistency of, of the neighborhood. Um, you know, when I first moved to Vegas 13 years ago, um, I promised my wife that we would move to that area. And when I finally had uh, the means to do so, uh, it was it was like a dream come true to move into our dream home there. And um, we just we, we'd like to preserve um, the consistency of that neighborhood uh, with less uh, density homes um, is is what we'd like to see Um, i'm all for development i'm all for growth um, and and uh, you know the jobs and the economy boost that come with that but um, we'd like to see the density uh, to be a little bit lower um, to just preserve what we enjoy in that part of the, of, uh, the neighborhood thank you thank you we
0: appreciate your comments anyone else like to speak regarding these items Seeing no one else, we will close the public hearing and turn it over to questions from the board. Well, let's this time, let's start with Commissioner Frazier, since I've been going to you guys at the, at the end of this. Commissioner Frazier, uh, any comments or questions regarding this application?
9: Uh, uh, no comments or questions at this time. Very good.
0: Commissioner Lee?
4: No comments or questions.
0: Very good. Any other comments from board members, uh, Commissioner Stone?
7: Just, I- just informational of Public Works the, uh, the alignment of that existing wash, there. I think you mentioned it was a hundred-year floodplain, a FEMA ma- a pl- floodplain. That's Com- correct. Do you know what the hundred-year flow is in that? R- roughly, any
22: yeah, idea? I, I can get that information. No,
7: you. it's know. it's it's probably
22: it several
7: hundred yeah the kind that would wash you away so i i'm going to say just on on it has been brought up but you know the benefit of of development in that area would be to uh, improve the life safety of the area uh, by virtue of development of that uh, flood control structure so i'm in support of that and uh, we'll see where the vote goes
0: very good commissioner kirk
19: thank you mr chairman um the I, initially, I was not in favor of the homes facing agate, but then I realized it, its only a thousand feet, and it, it essentially dead dead ends on the eastern boundary. Right? I mean, it doesn't go through.
14: Access to this neighborhood here comes, through, ac- comes through agate here.
19: Well, yeah, I, yeah, I get it, but, but it's not yes, and then it's, it's not a through street. Correct. I guess that's my point. That's correct. That's yeah, I can see that, and, and so I don't really have a big problem with the f- homes on facing agate, although I would prefer them not to face agate, it, in all honesty. The thing I don't really like is the density, and re- the reason I say that is because the homes right across the street agate are about 8,000 square foot, about. The homes to the north, up on Monument Lake, those are about 9,000 square foot lots. Uh, so to the north and the south, you've got 8,000 on the south, 9,000 on the north. On the easterly side, you've got homes in there at about 3,000 square foot. Those are really small lots, or pretty small. And so um, while I will agree that uh, having something in there will certainly help the homeless issue, I'm not 100% certain That just because it's an infill piece we need to cram as many homes as we can in there and so I I really would like to see less density I know it's difficult the developer uh, can't do it based on the price he's paying for the land he has to have so many houses but that is not our problem that is the developers issue maybe he needs to go back and ask for a lower price so he can make a profit with less, with less density, but that's not our problem. I don't really care about that. But what I care about is the density and I just feel like 9,000 to the north, 8,000 to the south, you know, 3,000. I, I just feel like we're, the, the lot sizes here, they're gonna be our, you're asking for our three on the lot, right, our, our three? R2. R2. So tell me, the lot sizes are going to be from ranged from what? Not not the ones bordering the northern homes, but tell me what the average lot size is for those the the majority of the properties.
14: So yeah. the typical in that area. Y- yes, in here they range from about 3,300 to forty-five hundred.
19: Okay. Okay.
14: Thank you.
0: Right, just a quick question thank you commissioner kirk just a quick question for staff so this was in front of us about, about a year ago is that correct but it was it was just the southern portion at that time that that was approved is that correct
2: there was a yes the southern i believe it's three parcels along agate avenue were part of a um, uh, zone change to R2. R2. Very that was good. in 20, uh, 2022.
0: Okay. Thank you. That's all I have. Commissioner Kolarski. anything from you or Vice Chair Kolarski? No, i just on the desk. I was
3: okay, but now I'm on the bed.
0: Very good. And Commissioner Mojica, this is your district, I believe. We'll turn it over to you to bring us
19: home.
10: So I do have a couple of concerns from um, the, the residents. Um, Number one, I, need to, I, I would like to understand um, the last lady that spoke that said something about the ending and you're gonna take half of that. And can you explain that to us?
14: Yes. So as you can see here, the, there's that existing cul-de-sac bulb here. So what we're requesting is to vacate a portion of that here. And then the, it would be a Stub Street at the end But what we would have to do is we would have to design it here, as you can see on the plan, to allow emergency vehicles to still utilize that crash gate. And FIRE has reviewed this plan, and they believe that that is appropriate, and they can still utilize that crash gate from this revised cul-de-sac bulb.
10: So you received approval from first responders? Yes. So here's our
14: email from the fire department that they are okay with the crash gate and eliminating the bulb.
10: I would have to look at public works. Would you guys have a problem with that? I mean, did we?
1: No, we discussed it as well with the applicant and with the fire approval. We are okay with the design as it is right on this one.
10: Okay, thank you. And the other issue I'd like to address, uh, again, the last lady that spoke was the drainage. But you're doing something about
14: that? Correct. So as you can see on the aerial here, there's an existing wash that flows through the property. So the applicant would have to install an underground culvert to continue those flows out and underneath the property. So this will help with pooling of water and flooding on the site. But also still continue the floods or the, the flows in the area per drainage requirements.
10: Okay, another issue that was brought up was uh, preserve privacy. You 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 are installing landscape and landscaping and trees
14: and yes. Yeah, so along Agate, we have a detached sidewalk. The front of our homes would face Agate. We have a a. Uh, Five feet of landscaping our sidewalk and then the front yards now keep in mind Agate is a 60 foot right-of way so our homes will be set back 60 feet from their backyard so it's a significant setback with Agate in this in, in between the two properties and on the and on the north for property purposes as I mentioned uh, these will be single story homes along those larger lots
10: okay um Now, you're requesting the eight units per acre, so that would have been 112 units, correct?
14: Correct, yes. We're down to 105 now with these revisions.
10: So that's seven less units. that you Did you adjust to make some of the lots bigger?
14: So we started at 107. We were never all the way up to that eight, so we are just a little bit below the 107 we originally submitted.
10: Okay, I I would have to agree... um, as well with, with the density, but I also, first I'd like to thank all the residents from, from coming. We do need to know these things and we need to address all your issues and concerns. Um, there is one thing though, if, if they were to put, and I'd like you to give those numbers again, I'm sorry I didn't write them down, but if that would have been commercial, how many cars would have gone through there on a daily basis?
14: So this was our preliminary study here. A retail development at 14 acres could potentially bring 67, 66 trips per day. At 107, this was done before we reduced it to 105. It's just over a thousand. So about six times more for commercial.
10: I, you know, I, I, I live in Southern Highlands and I was the same way. I mean, there was just so much open land when I moved and now you can throw a stone to any home. I mean, you, you can practically touch the walls, but you know, that's the price that we pay with development. Um, I, I, my question is, and this might be a, a little bit naive of me, but um, if we move forward with this and we approve it, is there any way that you could meet with some of these residents and, and perhaps there's some ways that you can address some of their concerns? and.
14: We're happy to meet with them again, um, and my client would be happy to come along with me, absolutely, before the Board of County Commissioners hearing yes, we can do that. Okay. Um, Mr. Chair, I think I'm ready to make a motion.
0: Very good. Please do so.
14: My only
10: question is do I have to take these items separately? or? Yeah. So, I, I uh, motion to approve item 24, PA23700037.
0: The motion on the floor, please cast your vote.
4: Commissioner Lee, yes.
0: Commissioner Fraser, yes. And that motion passes unanimously. Next motion.
10: Motion would be item number, item number 25, um, and, and this is the one, um, item number 25, uh, motion to approve ZC-230729, and I, I would appreciate that um, perhaps some of the uh, town board comments and some of the issues that the residents came up with be addressed and try to work ar- around them with them.
0: Very good. There's a motion on the floor. Commissioner Frazier. Yes. Commissioner Lee.
10: Yes. Item number 26.
0: I think we're still waiting on. Oh, there we I go. We got our last, got our last vote cast. Oh. Okay. Mr. Yeah. Chair, I think, we've Chair, got
1: I think um, tw- um, 25, 26, and 27 can be in one vote.
0: Would Would you like to amend that to do all three?
1: I would
10: like to amend the, my vote to include all three items 25, 26, and 27.
0: Very good. There's a vote on the floor. If Commissioner Kirk, you have any comments? Yeah, I was
19: going to say I'm going to vote no on the zone change. I'm okay with the vacations, but uh, you can leave my vote like it is on all three items. I'll vote no on them. You sure on that? Yeah.
0: Okay, very good. Definitely. So we have a motion on the floor. Please cast your vote.
1: Mr. Chair, the motion went through.
19: It was cast, it was cast.
0: Very good. Okay, the motion Thank you, everybody. Approved. Thank you. These
2: items will be forwarded to the Board of county Commissioner's meeting by election on 30.24. Sorry, Okay, don't have the mic on. These items will be forwarded. To the Board of County Commissioners meeting for final action on February 21st, 2024, at 9 a.m., unless otherwise announced. So, maybe
19: they would like
0: to know. Yeah, so just to, just to clarify, this, this will move to Board of County Commission for a vote. And could you give us that date again?
2: Sure, it's February 21st, 2024, 20, uh, in, in this room at 9 a.m.
0: Very good. Next item.
2: And the final item tonight, um, final a- action item anyway, is uh, PA 2370041. This is a plan amendment to uh, redesignate the existing land use category from neighborhood commercial to mid intensity suburban neighborhood, MN, on 0.3 acres. It's generally located on the west side of. Eastern Avenue, 125 feet north of Pueblo Way within Paradise. Uh, We received one card in support, two cards in opposition. The Paradise uh, Town Board recommended denial and staff recommends denial.
0: Very good. Do we have an applicant for item number 28? Please come down and give us your name and address for the record, if you would, please.
16: My name is Nancy Kulik, and my address is 2870
0: Main Street. Very uh, good. I Would you bring the lower the microphone so we okay. can hear you a little clearer? Thank you.
16: Okay. Um, shall I repeat my name and my address?
0: Uh, go ahead, just to make sure we get it for the record.
16: Okay. My name is Nancy Kulik, and I live on 2870 Main Street, and I own this property. Uh, who is located at 3525 Southeastern? And right now it's a commercial, so I wanna change it to residential. All, if you see here, all this before this is residential. On the back, we have the golf area. All this is residential, this is the property, and this is residential as well, this is residential as well. And yes, after my property here, they start the business. The backyard goes to the, to the golf club as, as well. And I went to the other meeting, but I didn't have a, that plan on my hands that way. At that time, I had a neighborhood meeting as well and I receive two emails from the neighbors approved that they agree, and another guy show up with us on that day as well. And I have the emails here and the, and the guy who signed on the meeting neighborhood.
0: Very good, does that conclude your presentation?
16: Yeah, that's, yeah.
0: Thank you very much. We will go ahead and open the public hearing. There's anybody in the audience that would like to speak on item number 28 please feel free to come down and address the board seeing no one we will close we'll close the public <laughs> hearing thanks for the thumbs up they come with we'll, me yeah well okay very good we'll close the public hearing and we will turn this over to uh to questions uh from the board
3: i, wa- I definitely want conversation on this one commissioner
0: commissioner kirk you're the if first there
19: was ever going to be see. a place in Clark County to allow short-term rentals, mm-hmm. let's put them on Eastern.
16: Yes, uh, no, no. no, no
19: oh. I'm just, I'm just making that general comment. Okay, mm-hmm. you don't have to agree or okay. disagree. Uh, I think it's, I think it's an excellent use. I wish you the best of luck, and I'm in full support. Thank
0: Very you. good, okay. uh, Commissioner Frazier.
9: Sorry, sorry. No, no comments and um, no concerns with the application.
0: Very good, Commissioner Lee, comments or questions?
4: No, no comments or questions.
0: Very good, um, seeing no one else, we will turn it over
3: to Vice Chair Kolarski, whose district this is. You know, I was really hoping for a little spirited uh, conversation on this because I don't know, you're doing the plan amendment, you need to do a zone change You haven't submitted any paperwork for that. They should all be done together, not one at a time. You cannot do anything. You cannot post it. You cannot rent it until you get everything from the board or the the building, the licensing, and you're not gonna get anything until you do the zone change. So I think you've started a lot early. You need to have this stuff all together and get it done all together. I agree with, Commissioner Kirk, if there was a place to put rentals, that's where I would do it. But in order to do it, now I have to do residential because, according to somebody that told me, we need to have all short-term, uh, Rob, you can help me here, short-term rentals, long-term rentals, Airbnbs, all of that need to be in residential areas.
5: That's, that's correct, but there's a limited area and limited number now. So I don't know if this would qualify for a short-term rental or not. So just because it's residential doesn't mean necessarily that it could be used for short-term rentals is what I'm trying to say.
3: And and if we were to zone it residential and if she was not allowed to do a short-term rental, now we have residential there that is not for what the intended use would be. And that is my dilemma because I don't want to have residential if it's not going to be a short-term. And I can't make it a short-term because she has to, you have to have all the zone changes, the licensing, all of that has to go through, and it hasn't.
16: No. Yes, I have the licensee, and remember there was a lottery, so I got the number for that property. That's what I started the process. But I have, I, I've been doing this since uh, last year. So yeah, I know. Were, I know you had a
3: neighborhood meeting, and I think it was July of last and year. And
16: with the commission as well, and how the. I got the lottery number, so I got the number, lo- number as but, well. But none
3: of, uh, none of the paperwork has been submitted to licensing. At I least th- that's my understanding. No, I have the license I uh, yes. You I have, have, have the info. Yes. You do not have the license. You because do not have the paperwork that goes into it. That's, yeah, that's I, my oh. concern because you're only halfway before here.
16: No, I submit for the licensee. They request me, they request that the property is mine, free and clear. They request that they have specific numbers of rooms, bathroom, and square feet. They request the insurance, and, they, I, and I submit all the documents. They request us. it's an LLC. I submit it as well. And now I'm in this step. If it gets approved then I continue with I'm doing this, I mean all the I ask every because everything is new, so I ask everywhere, like what's the next step? So I'm I'm stuck in here right now. But I submit the licensee, yes.
3: I know. (laughs) (laughs) I I I've just I'm lost because I'm not quite certain with changing the the zoning to residential. If it, and there's no way we can de-restrict it or anything if we were to approve this for the intent of it becoming uh, a short-term rental. If, if I could somehow tie it up so it doesn't become a residence, that's gonna require access to an arterial. That may require, um, there's another waiver that if it turns residential, uh, hardscape, okay? She's gonna need to have waivers on top of the zone change. So if we do this, I wanna make sure that it does not go back to a residence for a family to live in because I don't think this is, I think the short-term rental is a good thing. I agree with Commissioner Kirk on that wholeheartedly, but I just don't, I, I don't want that to happen I don't want it to go back to residential R2, and I don't know how to tie it up. So this is just a land use plan amendment, so
5: we cannot attach those type of conditions to this application approval if it's approved. Now, some of those conditions would be appropriate when she came in for her zoning, if it was a zone change attached to it, but this is just a land use plan amendment, so we cannot attach those conditions.
16: believe me it's my concern as well because as a commercial I don't want to put a f- regular family there it's you know it's an income for me as well you so I really really doing all my best to to get Airbnb you a don't you, you, term you don't hours. know how
3: much time I spent on the phone today looking up hotel condos I was on the, on the computer I talked to planners mm-hmm. just to, uh, uh, developers just to kind of get somebody think out of the box for me because I cannot find anything in Title 30.
16: And the thing is I cannot go far away if I don't get approved here. I mean, if you deny it, I cannot go, you know, more advanced because I need to get approved the zoning first and then I can go to the next step. You have step. to have the plan
3: amendment, then you have to have the Yes, zoning. exactly. But you could have done them both at the same I, time, I and you should have.
16: Yes, I already paid for the licensee, I already did the LLC, I already. No, 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 what I'm oh. saying
3: is that you should have done the plan amendment and you should have done the zone change at the same time. That would have been so much easier. That's,
16: I have the email that's that that they tell me all the step and they, they ask me that I have to get approved first here to do in order and, to do And the, the, the zone here. change
3: and the plan amendment are here. That's yes, what and I'm then saying. But, but you misunderstood. That's okay. I'm not going to argue or belabor them. Yeah. Is there anybody else that can Commissioner Kirk, do you have a comment? I have a comment. I would, I, I I, would dearly love it. I, I
19: get it that it might be easier if it came together. However, step one is this. This is step one. This is the first step. Everything else comes later. Exactly. So this is pretty straightforward to me. It's a plan lease amendment. It's simple. It's not a zone change just moving it forward, pushing it down the road a little bit and we'll make all those decisions on zoning, hardscape, all that stuff can yes. can come later. But for for now, the very first step is the plan use amendment. So okay. that's my input. Thank you. Mr. Jay, and I'm in support. I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, I can
0: I just for the record, I can support the application. Oh my gosh.
1: Well,
3: I'm really having trouble with this. This is one that I've, I've struggled on since I saw you last Tuesday, okay? I've, I've just, I've struggled with this one. And I get where, where everybody's okay with it. I just think you've got CP and everything all the way to the north of this property and the south of Pueblo Way, and you have that house and the house next to you that, that are residential. Or we have the house next south of you that's residential.
16: It's only like, um, my neighbor for the north is the tourney, but my neighbor for the right, and for south, but, but they say that they read the hand, but they really live there, besides yeah, the psychic. There, they're,
3: they're the psychic. I, I know exactly where you're at, because I take that, that road
16: yes.
3: a couple times a week. So yes. I know exactly where you're at. The yes. church is just north of that. Yeah, Mariana's Market, just north of that. That's so right. I know exactly where you're yeah. at. Uh, You know, oh, my gosh, this is against my better judgment. It really, really is, and I will probably regret it. But I'm going to move to approve, and mm-hmm. let me tell you, I'm going to come down hard. When you come back, and you need to come back, and you need to come back fast. Yes. Do not delay. You've been delaying this, this thing with the commercial and everything for almost seven years now. You started yes. with design reviews in 17 and in 2000 it got converted. So for 20 plus years you've been working with this property or somebody's been working with this property but I know you have been for the last couple of years. So you've really got to not let it linger, do something with it and get it done right, okay? Okay. So with that Thanks. in mind. Thank you. Yeah, I can do that and I will, thank you. Uh, I'm gonna move to approve PA 23-700041 with can I put a, a a time limit on this?
5: No, it's going to go up to the board anyway. But no, a time limit for what to come in for the zone change? We can't really attach conditions to line use plan amendments. So.
3: Okay, so I can't you, I can't attach something that says that she needs to start having her paperwork in within the year. No. Okay. You got away with that. <laughs>
16: no, really. I mean, I need that income, so believe me, I'm going to move fast.
3: Okay, so. That's my motion.
0: There's a motion on the floor. Please cast your vote. Commissioner Fraser, yes.
4: Commissioner Lee, yes.
0: <coughs> and the motion passes unanimously. Thank you very much. And thank have you. a wonderful oh, evening. Thank you. Thank
16: you. Good night. Uh,
2: this item will be forwarded to the Board of County Commissioners' meeting for final action on February 21st, 2024 at 9 a.m. Unless otherwise announced.
0: Very good. And last on the agenda is public comment. This is we will open the public comment period. Anyone that would like to speak on general comments to the board, now would be the time to do so. Seeing. We will go ahead and close the public comment and bring the meeting to a close. Thank you.